Hey, welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon. This is Mary Bicknell, former psychotherapist turned badass success coach for women entrepreneurs who are ready to bust through any average, anything common, and finally create a life and a business where you can do whatever the hell you want to do whenever you want to do it. Ready? Let's go. I hope your day is going fantastic. Today, we're going to talk about resistance. Is it the truth or is it a lie your brain tells you? So let's really start with what is resistance? By definition, it's the refusal to accept or comply with something new. The attempt to prevent something by action or argument. Another way to think about resistance is opposition to or hostility to or unwillingness to accept. Reluctance, the ability to be affected by something and worrying about it being adversely affected. So when you think about resistance and you think about when are there moments in your life that you resist whatever, right? Something new, a change, an expectation, a new attitude, um, a reaction or a response. How do you evaluate whether or not You are having resistance to following through, resistance to the change, resistance to a new opportunity. How do you know if you're resisting it because it's out of alignment with what you quote ultimately want? And I'm air quoting, right? Your ultimate goal. Is that the truth or is the resistance actually a lie that your brain is telling you because your brain loves the warm blankie and it's sneaky and it can show up feeding you things like, oh, you don't really need to do that. Or, oh, it doesn't feel in alignment or, oh, it doesn't feel right. Or, oh, it's too challenging or, oh, and we get into this looking for the shiny object looking for the grass is always greener, looking at the other thing. Here's one of the ways to know. Do you find, and this is about really understanding yourself. And that takes work, my friends, right? You want to lead a life uncommon, you got to evaluate yourself. And that takes work, that takes dedication, that takes um, commitment, that takes sitting down, examining your thoughts, your patterns, your behaviors, your habits. So I want to ask you around resistance. When you set a new goal, and I'm going to give you a couple examples, and then at the end, I'm going to walk you through a couple questions to help you journal and think about and, and take action around resistance when you find it, whether it's in your personal life or your professional life. So I want to ask you, do you know yourself well enough, well enough to even evaluate what your resistance is about? I want to offer that that right off the bat needs to be your first examination. If you are unaccustomed to looking at yourself, your motivation, your thoughts, your behaviors, your actions, your emotional state, If you are not dedicated for this personal development, this growth, it will be harder for you to examine your resistance, the state of resistance. 
because your brain is going to offer up, oh, it's fine. It's totally fine. You don't need to do the marathon. You don't need to change your offer. You don't need to switch careers. You have resistance to getting a divorce. You have resistance to telling your kid no. And we often have resistance to those things because it can be challenging. It can be uncomfortable. So my question, again, is how well do you know yourself? And when you have something new, even if it's exciting, here's the the thing too, right? It can be exciting. You could have a new offer. You could have a new venture. You could have a new business. You could have a new expansion. You could have a new employee. You could have a new opportunity. And those are fantastic. And yet it still triggers your unconscious mind, your brain to say, "Uh uh-oh, changes are happening. So my question to you is, are you aware of yourself enough to catch your tricky, tricky mind when it's telling you, ah, you don't really need to do that thing? Are you well-versed with yourself enough to recognize, oh my goodness, every time or the majority of time when I'm faced with some new opportunity, some level of change, transformation, development. Um, Do I push back against it? And that pushing back is your resistance. Again, it can be all around the good stuff. But are you pushing back? Are you resisting? Are you saying no? And has your brain learned how to trick you? And you then talk yourself into, well, I really don't need to hire another staff person. Or I should be the only one who does my own sales. Or I really don't need to hire a housekeeper. Or I don't really need to charge more money. You have resistance. I don't need to charge. Your brain is like, you don't really need to charge more money. No one's going to, it's going to give you all these objections, all these fears. No one's going to pay you that. Why, why do you need more money? Everything's really good. Why can't you be satisfied with what you have? You should clean your own house. You don't need to hire a salesperson. Then you're going to pay them commission and you could keep that money for yourself. Here's a new offer. Oh, I don't, why are you changing offers? Why aren't you sticking, you know, Are you the kind of person, and we've talked about this before, where you make a decision and you stick with that decision until you get new data? The piece here is your brain's going to be like, here's the new data, Mary. Here's the new data. I'm changing now. It's really, though, reacting to resistance to doing the work, digging deep, following through. The other day in the business foundation program that I run, one of the clients, and I thought this was a huge one. So I was sharing this with you. She said that her win was that she is actually following through, even though it's not off butterflies and rainbows and excitement right now, that now she's in the doing the work the almost the boring thing, the plateauing thing, the like the things that need to get done. 
oftentimes these are moments when people are like, oh, this is boring. I'm going to move on. Or, oh, you know, I don't need to change my rates. Or she recognized in those moments that her brain was trying to trick her into saying, "It better if it's not exciting, it's not good enough. It needs to be like, oh, all exciting or it's not worthy. As opposed to no different than here, let's put it in the weight loss category. So we can all relate to that on one level, right? How many of us have ever had resistance to the fact that eating ice cream at 10 o'clock every night probably isn't going to help you lose that 10 pounds, that 50 pounds, that 25 pounds. And you have resistance (laughs) to not having ice cream at night. It could just be that type of resistance. So when you're analyzing yourself, when you're thinking about how, how, how do I know if I have resistance and you're looking at your, how you do one thing is how you do all things. Where do you stop yourself? My friends, where do you stop yourself and change when it gets hard, when it gets uncomfortable, when it's not the warm blanket watching Netflix, eating that damn ice cream at night. When you recognize that, then uh, you can create that plan to support you through the challenge of that resistance, through the discomfort. And I want to offer to you that when you learn the skill to do that, and it's a skill, it's a habit, just like you're in the habit of like, oh my God, it's Thursday. Remember back in the day, I'm dating myself, right? When it was like Thursday night TV. And like, I don't even know if Thursday night TV is a thing anymore, but Thursday night TV and it was like friends or whatever else was on, like whatever. And you go and you get your ice cream and you just sit down. It was like a thing. It was a habit. And now you need to create new habits. Are you though aware of your resistant being? You're not willing, not, not, that you haven't created the thinking around when it gets challenging, when it gets uncomfortable, I'm willing to sit with the discomfort because my ultimate goal is what I want. Now, here's the other argument for this, you guys. A lot of times where people are like, no, Mary, I'm really not in resistance. It's the truth. I don't want to do that thing. My intuition is telling me uh, it's out of alignment. So I'm not going to dispute that that could be accurate. How do you know the difference? Because sometimes we resist following through because ultimately we want a different result. And we think that the different result is the right thing. So you, my friends, need to learn the skill around what are your thoughts What kind of feelings are your thoughts creating that cause you your behavior so that you have the results? And sometimes we label it. It's into, I'm having resistance because the universe is telling me it's not in alignment. I'm having resistance. Really, it's not resistance. It's my intuition saying this is all wrong. Hey, look, and I've told you before, I am very into intuition. And it's intuition and knowing whether it's um, whether it is intuition or whether it's your brain being sneaky. This is one of the things to be conscious of. So let me give you some examples. When we think about we're setting a goal. So here's some resistance things that come up, right? 
we resist going for the new thing. Why? Because our brain is looking at our past for proof that we can accomplish that new thing. So in the face of that, frequently our fears come up, our fear around failure, our fear around looking foolish, our fear around making a mistake, our fear around success, because if I become more successful, I don't know what that looks like. And when you don't know what that looks like or what that experience entails, your brain is like, I don't know whether you should do this thing. Let's go do this other thing over here. And it just creates Chaos, chaos in the form of thinking that it's clarity. Let me say that again. Sometimes what happens is resistance creates that fear of the unknown. And because your brain hates anything that's unknown, your brain is going to offer up thoughts that that goal isn't worthy, isn't good. It's scary. You don't know really the results. What's going to happen? What does it mean? What does it entail? What's response? What is the responsibility? And then what are you going to be losing as you gain something new, right? That's part of this. We have resistance because when you do the new thing, the law of polarity says the other thing disappears, right? Having two things, right? If you have something new, the old thing goes away, right? Just like if we think of a, if there is a problem, the law of polarity says there's a solution. So if we have something new, therefore there's something old. There's the up and then there's down. There is the forward and then there's the backward. So our brain is like, whoa, we don't know what that new is going to entail. But we know we, we're, we don't like the feeling of the unknown. And so our brain will offer up thoughts that give you so much resistance. So fear of being responsible, fear of success. I love talking about fear of success. I'm going to do another podcast and and it should come out in a a week or two, right? Another um, um, teaching, training, help to you all around success sabotage. And success sabotage and resistance are cousins. Um, You know, resistance around going for something. Uh, Let's go back to not eating that that ice cream at 10 at night. We have resistance about stopping that behavior because our brain is like, oh, you really worked hard today. You're really missing out. You deserve it. It's not that bad. What's the big deal? We have fears around resistance of just not knowing, just the unknown. So how can we shift this? How can we shift this? So part of this is really getting solid on what is it that you want? What is the goal? What is the end result? When I teach people the results formula, frequently, I like to reverse engineer the process. And the process is as a classic cognitive behavioral tool, right? It's like what you think about, you bring about your thoughts, create your feelings and emotions and your emotions create your behavior, your inaction or your action. And therefore you get the results, the outcome, the goal or not goal. So when you reverse engineer this, you can start with 
What is the result that I want? What's the outcome that I want? So for example, if the outcome that you want is to be a marathon runner by fill in the date, I don't know, December 25th, maybe there's some holiday marathon. And like, I know nothing about marathons. So for all I know, that's a big thing, which probably sounds like a cool thing. It's probably like a bunch of Santa hats, people running a marathon in a Santa hat, which sounds really cute now that I'm thinking about that, but I'm never going to do it. It's not about resistance. I've just chosen. I'm never doing that. But let's use that as a fun example. The goal that you want to attain is I want to run. I will be a marathon runner on on Christmas with my Santa hat. That's the result. So then when we reverse engineer it, we have to think about what is the behavior? What are the actions that I need to take? And what are the inactions that need to happen? What are the things I need to do? And what are the things I need to stop doing? One of those things could be back to that Netflix 10 p.m. ice cream. You got to stop doing that habit. Oh, then you might feel the feeling of resistance come up. Resistance are your feeling creates your behavior. So when you reverse engineer some of these things, this is some insight on how you can start recognizing where you might have resistance. So if you're like, I want to be a marathon runner and one of the actions I, or one of the things I need to stop doing my behavior is eating at night. What do you think? What kind of feeling would that have? And what kind of feeling do you need to have, need to experience to actually put that into place? And then what are the thoughts that you need to be thinking to create the feeling of giving up? the ice cream and then run that formula backwards and forwards, reverse engineer and then run it. So I might need to have the thought of, I love being in shape enough to run a marathon that might create the emotion of excitement, commitment, dedication, feeling proud of yourself. And then that's going to facilitate that behavior of like, I don't eat ice cream. I run every weekend to build my stamina and the result will be, oh my God, there is that amazing Santa hat. So when you reverse engineer this and then you run it each direction, it helps you think it through. Let's look at this for your professional life. Let's say, for example, your result that you want is you want to make X number of um, amount of money. Let's just say you want to make a million dollars a year working part-time. That's one of the things I want to teach you how to make $500,000 a year working two, three, four days a week at the most 20 hours a week, half a million dollars. Once you get to that level, then I'm excited to teach you how to make a million dollars and really not quote working any more hours, leveraging your time. So let's say the result that you want is a half a million dollars working 20 hours a week. Guess what? When we look at that's the result that you want, what is the behavior, the actions or inactions? What do you need to do and what do you need to stop doing to create that result? So some of the behaviors might be some of the things that you need might need to do is stop doing one-on-one or triple your one-on-one rates. There's a variety of ways to get to a half a million dollars working 20 hours a week. There's a lot of ways, you guys, <laughs> to make a half a million dollars working 20 hours a week. But maybe you've been running your business a certain way for so long that you have resistance to new ways of facilitating 
making money. And you have resistance around that because the new offer might sound scary. You don't know if anybody's going to, who's going to buy that, Mary? I'm used to doing one-on-one. Now we're going to do group. Oh my God. I don't know. Who's going to do group? I, like, uh, you have all these ideas, these, all these thoughts. So these are ways to help you look at how do I, why do I want to accomplish this goal? What is the outcome that I want? So you have to think about what is the result? What is the goal? What is the outcome that I want? And then you have to get solid on why do I even want that? And what is, what about having that goal? What's it going to give me? See, we have to give our brain a good reason not to throw up a bunch of resistance. Because our brain is weighing out. Wait a minute. This resistance is going to be uncomfortable. Or doing this thing is going to be uncomfortable. So I'm going to give her some resistance type of thought. If your brain, though, believes that ultimately that goal, that outcome is going to create a better opportunity for you, a better result, more comfort in the future, more safety in the future, it will choose to support you around your goal. Your brain's mission is to keep you alive, safe, and warm under the blanket. If you show your brain, you're thinking that being warm under the blanket actually is going to cost you. Your brain is going to be like, get your ass out of under the blanket and let's go for that run. Let's charge more money. Let's X, Y, and Z. So we have to think about what, what will happen when you accomplish this goal and give your brain a benefit so that it can do its own little cost analysis. And look, all of this is done unless you do this consciously, it's all unconscious. It's your subconscious, how you've been programmed your whole entire life for safety is running this show. How you've been modeled about resistance, about giving up, not following through. So those are the questions that you need to ask yourself. Why do I wanna accomplish this goal? What's it going to give to me? What are some of the benefits to me? What are the benefits in the future that it's worth being uncomfortable now? Is my resistance an old pattern of behavior that I stop myself when it's hard? If I say my resistance is really my intuition saying it's God saying don't do that. Is that a, a, something that I've used before? Am I the type of person who's very shiny object syndrome? They're very squirrel. I'm going to do that. And like, this is a good idea. And I can't decide which idea. That's your brain throwing up all kinds of chaos in the form of resistance to doing the hard thing. Because it doesn't want you to feel uncomfortable. So those are the questions. Make sure you replay this. Write those questions down. I guarantee you. That if you invest time to reverse engineer using the results formula, and if you need the results formula, this is what I teach you in anytime you work with me, but certainly in the business foundations program, we really look at where are you getting in your own way of growth, personal growth, and certainly business growth and income growth. This is the work, you guys. This is the exciting work, the opportunity of a lifetime that you have to get to know yourself, 
to feel so proud of yourself. Let me give you one last example. Speaking of being proud of yourself, one of my clients in there, um, in that program, is starting to become visible as a thought leader. She was so scared about that. It takes a lot to claim being a thought leader, to show up sharing your wealth of knowledge, your experience, your wisdom. And she said that her doing it has her feeling proud of herself. She recognized she was resisting showing up. She recognized she was resisting because it was uncomfortable. Her brain had convinced her it was not safe. And when she allowed herself to do the mindset work, the mental work, the thought work of like, now, ultimately, this is what I want. And then she starts showing up. She feels proud of herself. That's feeling proud of yourself to follow through. Oh, you guys, that's the money. That's the freedom. That's, that's the excitement of your life. So remember, go out today and be bold. Be brave. Be a brave, outgoing leader deciding to lead a life uncommon. You deserve to lead a life uncommon. Talk to you next week. Bye now. Hey, thanks for listening to Lead a Life Uncommon. I am so excited and pumped out of my mind for you. My job, my goal, my mission is to help you create the life that allows you to jump out of bed every single morning. And I know a lot of it comes from your thinking. I want to give you a little something. Head over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I want to give you the guide to your hidden thoughts about money and success. Inside, you're going to get some ahas about what might be holding you back from creating all the financial abundance that you want. We'll talk soon. Bye now.